This is a rich feast for the mind. The conversation touches on a fascinating spectrum of compelling topics and meets hard questions head-on. What makes anger constructive? How can we better manage our destructive emotions? And how does increasing the time gap between an impulse and the act help? Why should we react differently to the person who upsets us than to the upsetting act? And what would help us do this? How can we widen the circle of people for whom we feel genuine compassion? Paul has chosen to share the flavor of the meeting by carefully preserving for the reader exactly what went on. This format brings us as readers to the table side, able to share in the authentic flavor of what actually was said, rather than what someone says about what was said. This also preserves a historical record of this singular meeting of two intellectual traditions and two remarkable minds and hearts grappling with some of humanity's most critical challenges. Introduction Emotions unite and divide the worlds in which we live, both personal and global, motivating the best and the worst of our actions. They save our lives, enabling quick action in emergencies. Yet how we behave when we are emotional can make our lives and the lives of those we care about miserable. Without emotions, there would be no heroism, empathy, or compassion, but neither would there be cruelty, selfishness, nor spite. Bringing different perspectives to bear, Eastern and Western, spirituality and science, Buddhism and psychology, the Dalai Lama and I sought to clarify these contradictions and illuminate some paths that might enable a balanced emotional life and a feeling of compassion that can reach across the globe. As the leader of a millennia-old spiritual tradition as well as a nation in exile, the Dalai Lama holds something resembling divine status among his fellow Tibetans. He's the world's principal living advocate of nonviolence and the winner in 1989 of the Nobel Peace Prize and in 2007 of the Congressional Gold Medal, the highest award given to a civilian by the U.S. government. He is denounced and at times publicly despised by the leaders of the People's Republic of China, which has occupied Tibet since 1950. Yet he's also more than a religious and political leader. In the Western world, his celebrity approaches that of a rock star. He has authored several best-selling books and is nearly always traveling, speaking, and inspiring audiences that number in the thousands. He is also strongly interested in integrating the findings of modern science into the Buddhist worldview. In our conversations, it became clear to me that he considers himself first and foremost a Buddhist monk and an interpreter of Buddhist thinking to the rest of the world. He believes that Buddhist wisdom provides an ethical framework through which the world might be able to better deal with the problems that divide us. I'm a professor emeritus at the University of California, San Francisco School of Medicine, having spent more than 40 years establishing the universality of humans' emotional behavior, mapping the expressions of the face, discovering how lies are portrayed in our demeanor, and proposing theories to explain both the nature of emotion and why and when people lie. This research has helped to reawaken scientific interest in both emotion and deception. I am the author or editor of 14 books, five of them, Unmasking the Face, Face of Man, Telling Lies, 
Why Kids Lie and Emotions Revealed, written for the general public, and over my career I've become an expert on Charles Darwin's writings on emotional expression. My work has been of interest to a wide range of organizations, from animation studios to police departments, and I now run a business that designs interactive training tools for improving emotional understanding and evaluating truthfulness. I also advise several governments' anti-terrorism agencies. I am Jewish in background but not observant, and as skeptical about Buddhism as I am about any religion. I've spent my life as a behavioral scientist, developing and applying hard, objective methods to the investigation of what had been considered the sought phenomenon of emotion. Despite our differences, we discovered important common ground in our perspectives. We share a commitment to reducing human suffering.